That's my free music that I took off of uh, off of YouTube, so that I wouldn't have to pay any royalties. But this uh, this podcast here, this episode of the Clint Files, I'm just going to give my backstory and why I have a uh, a podcast at all. You know, because I'm assuming that most people that follow Two Wheels of Freedom or uh, listen to the Two Wheel Tuesday podcast probably know who I am um, on a personal level, most likely. But uh, I grew up in New Jersey. I rode motocross from or starting when I was 13. I turned uh, A class when I was 19 and started doing, um, then I got pro license, started doing arena crosses, all the nationals that were, you know, East Coast, which at the time, this is uh, 99, 2000, uh, most of the nationals are out here, Unadilla, Binghamton, Bud's Creek, Steel City, um, those are all the ones that we normally did, I did do uh, Troy, Ohio one time, uh, so that, you know, that was fun. That was probably the furthest one that I did. But, um, then after that, <clears throat> I had gotten offered to do some monster truck shows, uh, freestyle in them. So I went down and tested, tested the ramps out and could actually do some tricks. And then I started doing monster jams that year. Uh, and then I started my own company, FMX East. I built ramps on like one of the first five people maybe in the world to have portable takeoff and landing, especially over here on the East Coast. I was the first guy for the most part, so I basically dealt with everybody. I owned FMX East for uh, 12 years maybe, and then I joined with a partner to make Maneuver Motorsports. And I think that, you know, all that, the companies that I ran are probably an important part of the story because I've never felt like I had a bunch of fans or anybody gave a shit what I was doing or thought or anything like that. So that's why I always built companies so that I could promote a company or a brand and basically be like, uh, you know, my team FMX East is the, the best. We're, I have the best guys. I hate being like that about myself. So that's why I think that this podcast is important is just to, um, you know, put some stuff out there, uh, of myself. I'm not really a fan of that. I like to dictate at least what gets put out of me. So, uh, I'm more probably of a private person. I don't even, uh, you know, talk on the phone a lot. I'm normally, uh, fairly, uh, you know, by myself, <clears throat> And uh, so I think that that's probably been a problem, obviously, with branding myself. Um, and that's why I only have like 1,200 fan, you know, friends on uh, Instagram because I never, uh, I never even really, you know, just promoted me. So the reason I bring this up is because when I started this whole thing, I'm thinking, who the hell cares what I got to say? You know, who am I to have a podcast? But. Uh, I guess who I am is somebody that really, really, really loves dirt bikes and did do it for a career for 16 years and has learned some things. 
whether it be um, fitness, uh, nutrition, or uh, rehabbing injuries. You know, I am not a doctor, but I do have, uh, unfortunately, a lot of experience in rehabbing my own injuries. I've never gone to rehabs for anything. I basically just, uh, you know, tried to make sure I had motion and uh, build strength back up. So those, these are some of the things that I'm going to talk about in the Clint Files. It's the other things that go along with riding in life, you know, which is um, eating well and working out. And unfortunately, in our sport, rehabbing injuries. So, like I said, I'm not a doctor, but what I am is very curious. And if there's something that I don't know about, then we will try and find an expert to discuss, uh, you know, that with them. So that way we can get the answers. So, I mean, if anybody watching this has any specific questions about, say, rehabbing or... Uh, any of that, um, workout, you know, technique, regimen, any of that stuff, please don't hesitate to message me on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, wherever, and um, just say, hey, this is the, this is what I'd like to know about, or this is, you know, um, some things I had questions about, and I will try and find the correct person. I'll give you my thoughts you know, or what I think if it happens to be something that I have dealt with. Uh, but I will at least find the appropriate expert so that they can uh, give us the correct um, information. Um, and I know some people might be like, oh, rehab, whatever from, in you know, whatever injuries. Um, I'll give you a quick list here. I broke my tib-fib when I was nine. That actually required like no rehab that I remember because I was nine. And then uh, I broke pinkies, wrists. I did my wrist and my ankle at the same time. I did uh, my T5 vertebrae in the middle of my back. Got a compression fracture in that. Uh, broken collarbone. Um, third degree separation in the shoulder. I... Um, Tore my rear deltoid off of my other shoulder. I also destroyed my rotator cuff. Broke my femur up in my hip. Uh, bruised my kidneys. And don't remember 24 hours from that one. So uh, that I couldn't, they wouldn't do my shoulder until I got off of crutches for my leg. So my, um, Rear deltoid was detached from my shoulder for five months before they did surgery. So that was basically all atrophied and I couldn't even lift my arm up in front of me. I started by doing negatives, holding my arm up and then just trying to fight it down. Uh, then two years after that I did, this is my most recent injury, I did my tib-fib. Uh, I did the tib in um, two places. Uh, both tib-fib broke down low, tibia come out. I broke my tibial plateau, which is where basically your knee kind of sits onto your tibia. And I tore my meniscus. Um, so they put a plate on the side of my knee, basically, plate in my shin. Uh, then I got an infection, 
then the incision opened up I had to get skin graft um, I was on crutches for about five months I was on um, antibiotics for about six months so I mean that'll be one of the things that uh, that I'll address is um, infections because I don't think I realized how much it actually affected me even mentally until later when I started to come out of it you know now being uh, <clears throat> able to think as well as I am now and function I realized that for a good number of months it was even just affecting my you know my mood and motivation and my ability to uh, you know just keep track of work and focus on it so um, there's a lot of things you know I heard that or I mean most people have heard I would imagine that Jimmy Dakotas you know had Lyme disease and how that affected him um, so there are a lot of things that can happen to you especially um, athletes uh, I would consider myself an athlete you know Jimmy Dakotas is definitely an athlete and I think that when you have uh, the type of attitude to be a really strong athlete and just push yourself all the time uh, it's hard to actually step back and look and realize why you're struggling sometimes you know it's easy to I guess I'd hate to have a cop out you know I'd hate to just be making up something and blaming it on that but uh, I think there are definitely things that can affect us more than we realize and uh, you know so I think I would love to try and get Jimmy on maybe talk about that my girlfriend Bethany actually had Lyme disease real bad went undiagnosed for two years um, my infection, uh, I didn't have any antibiotics for about two months. Finally, the incision on the front of my leg split back open and, uh, my leg was so tender I couldn't even touch it, you know, so we'll address a little bit of that too. Some things that can happen to you, uh, along with just getting hurt and just trying to do the actual rehab on the actual joint or whatever it is and and working out and gaining muscle so um i'll also start to you know again i'm not super public so i don't like to put everything out there but i'll start to address just even my workouts because um with being on crutches for so long and having the infection for so long and being on antibiotics you're just very tired and uh you know, weak, and I ended up losing a bunch of muscle and, you know, didn't have motivation. And then when I started getting back into working out, it was crazy because I, I'd been hurt a bunch before, but I'd never gotten knocked down the way that this one did with the uh, infection, I guess, compounding on it. So, uh, you know, to begin to work out, man, I could only work out for like five, 10 minutes at the beginning, and then I would be uh, super tired and then on top of that I'd be sore for an entire week if I actually did try to push it so um, um, out of that out of the woods kind of on that I am able to push it I do get sore easier and I stay sore for a while but um, we all address you know basically building up and uh, just trying to get yourself a base for fitness and you know going from there so I hope everybody, uh, everybody enjoys this and getting to know a little bit about me. If um, 
I can't imagine that you found this podcast and don't know what the website is, but the website is two wheels to freedom, all spelt out dot com. Also on Facebook, Two Wheels of Freedom. And uh, on the website, I have some Amazon links up there. If you guys could click through there and buy some stuff through us, you know, to um, generate a little bit of money, maybe make podcasts better, maybe not sit in the living room, you know what I mean? Have like a studio or something. Or be able to fly to events and actually cover the events there and interview people there. I think that would be sick. So uh, also, we got a Rage On site. So basically, I'm just making silly shirts on there. Uh, but it would be super sick if you guys would buy some of that as well. Um, if you see anything that you like. Um, so like I said, if you have any questions, anything you want to address, feel free to message me. Um, I will try to address it on the podcast. And if not, then just enjoy listening. And I hope that eventually at some point we touch on a subject that uh, helps you with whatever it is that you're, you're trying to do. Ride faster, look sweeter for chicks, whatever it is. I mean, it's all part of life. So <clears throat> everybody, thanks for listening. This is a short one for you, just a little background. And check out strokerindustries.com. Please, people, buy Emotocons. Moto emojis for your iPhone. Okay? Yes, they're a little bit big. Yes, you have to press and copy them and then press and paste them into the bar. And they don't show up on, uh, you know, Instagram and stuff like that, Facebook. But no non-native emojis show up on Instagram, people, or Facebook. Otherwise, when Kimoji, when Kim Kardashian sold like millions of the Kimoji apps... You would have seen them things everywhere, but you didn't because that's not how it works. So, please, let's all stop being silly and trying to get sponsored by everything and buy some shit and support some people that also love to ride dirt bikes and love motocross and are trying to make products like Emotocons and put out uh, content like these podcasts. So that's my rant. Everybody, thank you. Uh, I have been slacking on doing the Clint Files, but I'm going to try and get on it. Now that I got it out, I felt like I needed some uh, background as to who I was and why I felt like you should listen to me talk about anything, which you don't, you don't have to. So. But thank you, and I will talk at you soon unless you message me and then we can talk together later <laughs>